Trying to decide whether that new game is worth your $60? Or maybe you're just wondering if an old game is worth your time. Well, you came to the right place. This is the only podcast that tries to answer the question. Should I buy it, though? Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Should I Buy It, Though? I'm back, baby. <laughs> so true. I am illfully unprepared. I I am I'm phoba bet. I'm just a little guy. Yeah, joining us today for the first time, we have Hannah Schooner. Welcome. Hello. Hi. And welcome back to the glorious return of Should I Buy It Though? The show is growing, the show is changing, the show is evolving. Uh, we are expanding our horizons because we don't just play games. We're very serious individuals. We do very uh, high-intensity academic um, activities, mm-hmm. such as watching the thing that we're going to be talking about today, uh, The Mandalorian Season 3. I mean, um, The Book <coughs> of Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This is yeah. like a, a great one for your return because like the Boba Fett show is all about a, a beloved character coming back after like 50 years and you oh. are a beloved Drimbus character coming back after 50 years to host oh, this show. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> it, it really is fitting. Um, I guess we'll see how we feel about the show. And <laughs> if it's good, then hopefully it's a good comparison. Yes. If not, then whoops. <laughs> Um, but yeah, welcome back everyone. So for those of you returning to the show who are not, who are not finding us for the first time, um, we've decided that, you know, we love the show, we love doing it, and, you know, sometimes finding the time to play a new game every single week when we're working on a million different projects like, uh, like Dungeons and Drimbus and whatnot is a little difficult, and other beloved cast members who you've, uh, seen before, uh, such as Michael Pisani, who maybe don't game as much, have other stuff that... We want to know if we should buy. So, uh, you know, formula's the same, but we're, we're expanding our horizons. And so today we're talking about the, uh, the Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> the Book of Boba Fett. So I guess in this instance, it wouldn't necessarily be should I buy, cause it, unless it's talking about Disney <laughs> Should Plus. you buy a Disney well, Plus subscription? subscription. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, there's two things. There's a Disney Plus subscription, and as I like to think about it when we're reviewing games often, is there are two costs. Uh-huh. There's the financial cost, and then there's time. the time cost. <laughs> okay, okay. So, especially with a TV show, uh, which might go on for multiple seasons. I mean, obviously, right now we're just talking about what we have, which right, is season one. Right. Is this worth, you know, the eight hours of your time and potentially... What is it? Eight dollars for Disney Plus? Yeah, eight a month. Wow, that feels so like that feels so insignificant when you just like compared to like a sixty dollar game. I'm like, yeah, eight bucks, a <laughs> dollar an hour. Oof. So really... in total, it would be sixteen, eight metaphorical dollars and eight real ones. There you go. Your time. Your time is only worth a dollar an hour. Wow. I think wow. when it first came out, Disney Plus, you could spend like a hundred dollars for three years. So those people oh, made yeah. a good choice. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. How much savings is that? Because let's see, eight times we're we're totally off topic to start. <laughs> yeah, you're because you're spending about ninety six a year then. Right. So a hundred bucks for three years, that's not bad. But Damn. also, like the good shows didn't show up for like a year. It's so. true. It's true. Yeah. 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 But anyways, welcome, welcome. <laughs> We're talking about our our favorite uh, star universe. Um, 
that's I'm that's definitely not controversial with anyone at all. No. Um, Our favorite bounty hunter. Yeah. <laughs> let's start for uh, for context as usual. I guess whenever you're talking about Star Wars, it's usually good to I guess talk about where you stand a little bit <laughs> for context to to know what kind of fans we are. Um, and maybe let that color your, how heavily you weigh each of our opinions. But, um, I guess I'll start. I like Star Wars a lot. I feel like I said it in our Squadrons review. I am at, like, the upper end of a casual fan. Like, I've seen all the movies at this point, I guess. I haven't, actually, no, I haven't seen all the TV shows. I've seen all the Disney Plus live-action TV shows, which are the two of them. Uh, I loved a lot of the games. I loved Knights of the Old Republic. I loved um, Jedi Fallen Order was really good. And, you know, all of that. So I really like the Star Wars universe. I enjoy it a lot. But I'm not a big enough fan to get angry about it, really. Unless you, like, really screw it up. Like, I'm like, it's fun. It's entertainment. I enjoy it. And if I don't like it, then I didn't like it. And I leave and I move on with my day. I'm not going to go yell at people on the internet. (laughs) Um... I now know what a holocron is, but for a long time I didn't. So I th- I think that's a good a good oh, barometer. Yeah. <laughs> that's how, perfect. How soon in your journey did you find out about holocrons? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's me. I guess Nick. Right. Hi everyone. Little about me. I do know what holocrons are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Star Wars movie is Revenge of the Sith, and my least favorite is The Rise of Skywalker. Um, <laughs> if that tells you anything about me, but, um, I'm on the lower end of massive fan. Um, I will get angry about if they screw certain things up cause I <laughs> love it a lot, but I'm not, again, I'm not going to cry about it on the internet. I'll complain to my friends like that shouldn't have happened. And then I'll go on with my day, you know, or I'll, I'll obsess over some stuff. I, I'm a huge, huge, um, fan of the series, big fan of these, um, Star Wars TV shows like I was yeah. I was into the Clone Wars. I watched um uh Rebels, watched that and um the live action ones especially. I'm a massive fan of Mandalorian and such. So, yeah. Jean Favreau was like I I did Iron Man and then Kevin Feige got all the credit from Marvel, so I'm I'm swooping <laughs> in with Star Wars. But now Dave Filoni sharing the credit too, true, so it's true, not all true, him. True. <laughs> Um, yeah. Hannah? I am a huge Star Wars nerd, although I do not get angry on the internet either. (laughs) Um, there will be moments where I will be like, hmm, I don't know if that's how that works with the new stuff, but I'm not going to, like, go to the trouble of getting angry about it. It'll more be me just like, okay, that's a choice. I don't know if it's a choice I would have made, but okay. But I love Star Wars. My favorite droid is the LEP droid. They're little guys and they make bombs. And if I were to be a droid, that is the one I would be. They are small. They have cute little freaking ears that are like, they flop like dogs. I mean, gosh. Anyway, um, huge fan. Uh, If I were to have a lightsaber, I would probably choose a purple crystal. Um, because I know that Samuel L. Jackson kind of created that in his in his awesome way, but I do sometimes believe in using a combination of both the light and dark uh, sides of the Force. So, um, nice. Do, do you know what holocrons are? I do indeed. I do Heck indeed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what side of the Force do we fall on? So Hannah's somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. I played the Star Wars TTRPG once upon a time, and that is how I found out about holocrons. Um, and I instantly maxed out my dark side points by like the third session. 
So my heart says a mix of two, like it should be balanced, light and dark. But yeah. whenever I play like a Star Wars video game, I'm, I'm a baby. I go to the light side. <laughs> I can't I'm make the bad choices. I'm always a goody two, sho- two shoes in video games, but for some reason in tabletop, I tend to go like very <laughs> right. <I get laughs> force that. lightning all the way. No, I get that. But yeah, I feel like um, when I was little. I was much more like, yes, Jedi, this is the way. But then watching the Clone Wars, no spoilers, but watching the arcs and journeys some of those characters have, I also became kind of like, hmm, if it were to exist in this universe, I don't know if I would, you know, just be completely... uh, A space Nazi? Yeah, I don't know about that. You know, upon closer reflection, I do want a space sword, though. So what does that leave me? Hmm. So... Where do we even start with this show? I I think um I I just want to come out and address like for the people considering watching this show. If you have not watched The Mandalorian yet, watch that first. Yes. Even if you're a fan of Boba Fett, I think The Mandalorian is required viewing. You're not this. really going to know what's going on. It really oh, I don't know. Do you agree with me, Nick? I know yes. Hannah and I have talked about this. This is just The Mandalorian season 3 with extra steps. Yeah. How, how are we on spoilers for this one? I actually, I was curious about what we should do. I, I almost feel like we need to talk spoilers yeah. in this. Since it's a season so, recap, too, it's like we, yeah. we're going to be talking about yeah. the whole season, so, yeah. you know? So let's, I, I guess, <laughs> we're sounding the spoiler alarms. Uh, <laughs> bets are off for, for spoilers. I feel I feel like we got to. We have we to have talk to. about the shit that <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's give the short, spoiler-free review for the people who uh, don't want to have anything spoiled for them. My spoiler-free, like, super short review is watch this if you like The Mandalorian. You have to have seen The Mandalorian. It's Mm -hmm. absolutely mandatory. Mm -hmm. How you're going to feel about this show, I honestly think is a little bit up in the air. Um, But I think it's worth a watch. It's not terribly long. Um, And if you don't like it, like, you'll know... You'll know when you know, and you can stop. Like, I feel like it's not that big a deal. The episodes aren't a full hour either. No. Well, yeah. uh, agreed until, like, uh, if you feel like you don't like it, keep pressing um, a little bit. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's some important you, stuff, you know? If if you're, like, <sighs> just watch, yeah, okay. If you watch The Mandalorian and you like it, just watch the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. If you watch The Mandalorian and you didn't like it, don't bother with this show. Yes, yeah. correct. That's the spoiler-free review. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> completely agreed yes i will say if you um are not like haven't watched the mandalorian yet or you're like not sure whether you want to watch this show if you like the culture and the lore of star wars and like seeing um the spaceships and the different races and the costumes and the culture and how they interact with each other then there will be parts of the show that are super interesting yeah. and like costumes and stuff but towards the beginning it is a little bit of a like slow start where you're kind of like okay this is really cool to like see these um graphics the weaponry the mm-hmm. um like creatures and everything although i do have some weird feelings about some stuff they threw in it's this true show. it's true but yeah. then you're also sitting there and you're kind of like this is cool but w- why are we here yeah. <laughs> like why are we here um and then towards the end uh i think there was one episode where boba wasn't even in it like at all there were two well there there's no, one no. episode where Boba's not in it, and then there's one episode speak. where he's in it for... Yeah. Yeah. Then there's one where he's in it, but he's just, like, there, and he, like, doesn't say a word. So, um, kind of kind of funny about that. And it's just weird because... 
like not to get too into like those details, but without spoiling anything, like they're the two episodes right before the finale. Yeah, so you're for the like, book of Boba Fett, and he doesn't speak. Like no, you he know? doesn't speak. Yeah, so I don't know. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, it was a very fun, like little like use of time at the end of the day after <laughs> yeah. a work day. Um, I will say that. Um, Grogu has my heart as he has uh, a clutch on most of America if not the world at this point so that was a very fun um, thing to see there were just a few things in the beginning where I was like this is like cool but like I'm why? not yeah like why like it was one of those things where it's like I I think the show in the beginning at least was trying to take for granted that we already cared about Boba Yes. I think we'll get into that in a second. That's, that's Nick, the problem, if you, though. <laughs> if you want to give your spoiler-free review, and then we'll officially sound the alarm. My spoiler-free review is if you like The Mandalorian, absolutely watch this one. Because about halfway through the season, they draw back the curtain and say, Aha! This was never a Boba Fett show. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know take that as you will but if you are like a massive fan of this character and you have been since the 70s or whenever you were born um (laughs) then yeah you might be a little disappointed or upset angry whatever uh whatever word you want to use but maybe not 100 percent satisfied with um what they presented you know yeah yeah all right and on that note if you're still considering watching the show and you don't want spoilers, get out of here, you little rascal. Press pause, go watch the eight hours of the show, and then come listen to the rest of this podcast. Um, <laughs> but, okay, we are now in the in the spoiler zone, and I think the first thing that like, I want to bring up is, I don't know how you guys felt when this show was announced, because it gets announced at the end of uh, season two of The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. right? And I just remember at least my initial feelings. I saw that, and I was like, why like why though (laughs) because i think boba fett was like a really cool like little thing to have in the mandalorian season two i was like oh cool like it ties it into the universe a little bit he's like a cool like not really major character but like an iconic character Mm -hmm. um and we got to see like more of him in a light that we've never seen him before because he literally i believe he has one line in the original movies or like a handful of lines Mm -hmm. yeah he doesn't really have a lot of dialogue and so they bring him back. I think uh, for what it's worth, Tamora Morrison, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, I think he does a lovely job with it. Yeah. And um, yeah. So, but when I saw the announcement, I was like, why? What is this story? Like, I just, he goes and he sits on the throne and I'm like, but where is this coming from? What is the point of this show? And the thing that I was worried about going into it was I was like, I think this is going to suffer from solo syndrome where it's like, let's take this little thing from the original trilogy that doesn't need to be explained or like shown in detail and we're going to dive into it way too much. Yeah. And I feel like I I know this is like a very heavy intro like it sounds like I hate the show. I promise you I don't hate it. Uh but I do think it does suffer from that. I think like for me the big thing is that the show just doesn't really have a why. Like the whole yeah. the whole way through I'm like why is this getting made? Yeah. Until I see that it's really just expounding on the Mandalorian. <laughs> right, show. it's just kind of continuing that plot line, I think. And yeah. and to to that point, when I saw the announcement, I personally was excited at first. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there was something about the Mandalorian that seemed like it was like 
yes, it was Star Wars, but it was pretty new, like, a lot of the stuff that was in it. So I know that, like, a lot of, like, um, people were kind of like, yeah, this is Star Wars, but it kind of feels like this is, like, also its own thing. And so it was cool to see, mm-hmm. like, parts of the original trilogy, the original series, like, be tied into this new thing to, like, meld the two together. Like, seeing his ship and recognizing his ship and yeah. being like, oh, what? Like, what's he doing here? It was just a cool little nerdy thing, yeah, yeah. like, in my brain. But um, I agree. I was like... Like, it was cool, and I was like, I don't know why we're here. Yeah. Like, it's very cool to see the... Are, wait, are we spoiler-free still? Yes. We're, no, no, we're in the spoiler zone. Oh, now. we're in the spoiler zone. Final warning. <laughs> it is very cool to see the Tusken Raiders in day-to-day life. Yeah. Like, that's super yeah. cool. Just, like, from, awesome. a, from a nerdy culture perspective, like... I, I think Siri your watch agreed with me, you know? He, yeah, your watch was like, yeah, the Tusken Raiders are pretty cool. But it's cool to see that and to see just, like, day-to-day life that isn't... It's like... In a sense, if you're someone who, like, really loves the universe of Star Wars, mm-hmm. seeing this, you didn't really need anything to be happening. It was like people watching, almost. It was yeah, like observing, sure. like, deep diving into the culture, which is cool. But, like, if it's trying to build itself upon like a series for a specific character i agree i just was like i'm not really sure like why we're here it's cool to see this stuff but don't know what we're leading to Mm -hmm. in Um, the past like year or two with this character we've kind of been taken on like a wild roller coaster of emotions because before we even knew that Mandalorian season one was coming out, people were thinking like, okay, Disney Plus is a thing that's happening. They're saying there's going to be a bunch of Star Wars TV shows. Everyone was like, give us a Boba Fett one. Did he survive? Did he yeah. get out of the Sarlacc pit? Please give us Boba Fett. Because people are obsessed with this character, right? Yeah. right and then right. they said, okay, Mandalorian season one. We're like, who's this Mandalorian guy? That's not Boba Fett, whatever. And then those first few episodes are like, wait, is he going to come back? Is he going to be in this show? And everyone was so hyped that he was going to be returning in that. And when it finally happened, people like lost their minds and stuff. But from that point to the end of Mandalorian season two, they did such a magnificent job of making us so attached to that character, those people and and all of that stuff that by the time we got to the end of that show or that season, people were like, I kind of like this new guy more than Boba Fett, you know? So when they said, I felt the same thing as you guys, um, when when they announced the Boba Fett TV show, I'm like, oh, wait, no, I want more of Mandalorian. <laughs> like, I want a Mandalorian season three. But once I bought into the idea, okay, we're going to get this Boba Fett show, I got very excited um, until it came out. And yeah. <laughs> the first few episodes, when it when it connected the dots between how to get from point A to point B from mm-hmm. Sarlacc Pit to meeting up with the Mandalorian, awesome mm-hmm. stuff. All the things with the Tusken yes. Raiders. Oh, yes. yeah. That was a great storyline. Loved yes. all that. But when it came to what is he doing now? He's a cop now. He's yeah. like, yeah. Uh, I, I think here's the thing with the show because it is cohesive. Like, I nope. I actually don't think there's really anything in the show that it's like, why is it here? Like, once you get to the end, you're like, yeah. okay, cool. I understand why they showed us the Tuscans because it connects to this right. stuff at the end. And it does all of this. And on top of that, just like, I I thought the stuff with the Tuscans was delightful. Like, mm-hmm. I thought it was a, a really cool moment. But I think one of the, the greater problems with the show is... Uh, what in my head I've been calling the wimpification of Boba Fett. Yeah. yeah. Which is because he's, he's supposed to be like this massive badass. And like, I understand turning a new leaf, right? And like trying to help people. Sure. Love that for him. 
But he's, he just kind of gets his ass handed to him no, I almost know. all the way through until the end. Nobody respects. Nobody respects him. Nobody respects and him. And he's do, not, like, making plans either. No. It's Fennec Shand who's making no. all the plans. Exactly. And if they do, like, end up respecting him, it's not because of anything he did. It's because of what his little, like, goons that he yeah. hires did for oh him. Oh, my God. Oh. How, did you, how did you feel about that? <laughs> the worst part about the whole, this fucking Back to the Future crew in my yeah. Star Wars. What is, uh, ah. no, I know. And also, just like the brightly, like, okay, the motorcycle, like, contraptions they were driving, super cool. The bright colored, like, it, it just didn't It didn't fit, fit at all. World. It, like, you, you know who directed those episodes was the guy that directed all the Spy Kids movies. And you could totally uh, tell. Oh, my God. Uh, because, Everything makes sense. Yeah. The thing is, Star Wars, I'm all for expanding the universe and showing yeah. us cool new things. Like, show us people with, like, biotic implants and all that. I mean, not that that's necessarily new. But show us more of that. Like, that's part of the universe. And I think there's a bunch of stuff that, like we haven't seen that could be added in a really cool way. And like, I don't know, maybe this is stupid of me, but Star Wars has an aesthetic and it is very decidedly retro future. Yes. Um, and what they did was they tried to inject like modern cyberpunk into it and it just felt it like so it off-putting. did not belong. Like it made me feel kind of awkward well, watching it's it. Also, I feel like if they wanted to do this, there are other planets in the universe. Yeah, that, that it you probably would have fit better. On. Yeah. But the planet that the show was taking place on was so rustic, was so like earth tones, like everything like that. That yeah. when these brightly colored like gangs that apparently live there, yeah, it was like this just doesn't seem like it fits. Yeah, yeah, no, totally agreed. That that was my main thing. And like in the finale, you know, they're out there. I'm not angry about the spin. I I don't know if you guys have seen the controversy about the spin. The spin. Yeah. So one of the the cyberpunk kids is how I think of them. One of the cyberpunk kids, uh, in the final fight, he's like shooting and he does a spin move and then he keeps shooting and apparently all the like hardcore Star Wars uh nerds were like, why would you spin when you're fighting with a gun? It doesn't make any tactical sense. <laughs> I'm not mad about the spin, but I will say, like, they show up and I'm like, y'all just, it looks like when you put, like, your custom character in a cutscene. And it, <laughs> I well, just didn't like how they fit in. If, if you're thinking about it from a, like, out-of-lens perspective, Boba wasn't being respected, so he hired cool children, teens. cool teenagers to be like, Hello, see, fellow teenagers. I'm, I'm with it, I'm hip. You should respect me because I hang out with the cool kids, man. I mean, look, if we're if we're talking politically, it's not a bad strategy, right? Like you want to get the no, youth on your side. Yeah, yeah, if you got the youth. <laughs> but still, it's just like from from the perspective of like Boba is just like, yeah. yes, I am leader now. And they're like, well, we actually don't agree with that. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, t- talk to this these cool teenagers I hang out with and then tell me if you agree with that or not. <laughs> it was still just yeah. a shame seeing him get his ass handed to him the whole yeah, Like in the first episode yeah. when, when they attack like, him. Yeah. Especially since like his introduction in The Mandalorian was this badass. He's taken out all these guys yeah. by himself and it's brutal too and now and even throughout the show like it still exists but also not even really he, like you see him it yeah. kind of like when he it, i forget the monster but he like strangled um 
one of the yes the sand one of those things i'm like okay yeah there that's something but there's not too many moments of that otherwise it's him getting kind of tossed around and stuff there was no boba badassery and then uh well the final fight was was pretty badass although there was the i i like the knee missiles but it looked like he was doing some like theater like dancing (laughs) (laughs) it was great though i enjoyed it he did a move where he like had his hand out here and his knee was popping out at the same time like what are you doing i was like yas boba (laughs) the yasification of boba Like, but again, he needed the Mandalorian to help him be. He needed the Mandalorian, ass. and he needed the. Oh my God, the name's escaping me. Um, 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 his little um, King Kong moment. Oh, 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 oh uh, the Rancor. Uh, yeah, the, yeah rancor. the Rancor. He needed the Rancor. He he wins because of, like I'm just saying. The Rancor was awesome. Okay, the was Rancor cool. was fucking cool. Like, don't get me wrong. I did not realize how big it was until it was out on the top. Oh yeah, yeah. and I think oh, God. And I think that's the thing. It's just like. It was so cool to see that, absolutely, yeah. and I loved what they did with it. But also, I just felt like this show didn't didn't explore Boba's legacy of being like a super cool like yeah. character. It was just like he's just a guy. Um, he's got teenage friends and a giant I, pet monster. And they, I really think you could have done all of this with the Mandalorian and like. With the Mandalorian doing most of what Boba was doing, and then like a new character that gets introduced that is like the new crime lord or whatever, and it would have had it would have had all the cool like sightseeing like stuff and all the cool because there are cool like story moments, yeah. But without this like weird um, this like dissonance between what the show is selling itself as slash what the character has always been, yeah, and what we ended up getting because it it just didn't feel like it's a show that actually wanted to be about Boba Fett. No, it no. felt like it was a show that it was like this is how we get the old school people that aren't yeah. yet in the Mandalorian yeah. onto our I promise side. you they're all furious. No, I, I promise, I, I you, promise you this was mostly I feel like yeah. it was like okay, but how do we expand our audience of this new content cuz people are shitting on it. Um a lot of them at least. The, Mandal- so the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian? No, not the Mandalorian. I mean, like the new like movies and stuff. Oh, yeah. Just like the yeah. the newer, the, some of the new Star Wars stuff. A lot of people do not like, and so maybe they were like, "How do we make it so that we can like bring like those old fans that are so diehard back to?" It? And it's like bring out an old character everybody loves that had a famous legacy. Slip them in as a little bait. Yeah. Little, little like, come on, come watch the show. It's actually about the Mandalorian. But, I mean, they've been able to do that pretty nicely so far, like yeah. uh, bridging both new stuff and absolutely, old stuff and putting absolutely. it together in these t- in the TV shows, at least not the new movies. Oh, my God. Um, but <laughs> it, and I love like fan service. Like, please, I'm a fan. Service me. But in this one, they kind of just. I, I don't know. Maybe they felt like the name Boba Fett alone would be yeah, enough you know to sell it. You know what it felt it? like to be. You know what it what? felt like to be. It felt like when they take like um, celebrities that don't do musical theater and like <laughs> put them on Broadway <laughs> to get people to yeah. come yeah. buy tickets. Like it, that's just kind of. It just feels like they were using the name Boba Fett to instill like and get people intrigued and more people to want to watch. Um, but that. They weren't really wanting to like. Yeah, yeah. 
and I, you know, I love John Favreau, Dave Filoni, the best. But like, if you just wanted to make Mandalorian season three, just do it. We can hit the fast forward button a little bit here. Make Mandalorian season three and put like Book of Boba Fett. Like as like a oh, subtitle yeah, yeah. or something. Like Maybe. that would have been really cool because then we would have known there would there would be Mandalorian stuff, but also we would get some Boba. And the thing is, honestly, like this season, and again, I enjoyed most of the episodes, but oh, yeah. the best episodes were by far the stuff that were about the Mandalorian. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like like the first. <laughs> oh, we gotta talk about Luke, but oh, oh my god. <laughs> I was gonna but, say um, like that. That's the most insane thing about this whole series is once we got to episode was it four or five? The first one with just was, the Mandalorian. At the end of it, I was just the Mandalorian. Yeah, five. I I. I loved it, but I had to laugh my ass off a little bit because I'm like, people have been waiting years for this Boba Fett content, and the best episode in the whole show so far is about the Mandalorian. No, literally, yeah. I remember we were we were watching it, and um, the first couple episodes, uh, Giancarlo was like, "Oh, like, what do you think?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's cool. Like, you know, I'm yeah. enjoying it." And then the the first episode that Mando comes back, and we were like, "Oh my god, that was so cool!" And then we were like, "Wait." Was Boba in that episode like at all? At all. Yeah. And he, he was not. Yeah, that whole episode too. Not. It felt like uh, this is fan service for people that are fans of this character that just got created a year or two ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh Literally. my god, Mandalorian, what are you doing okay. here? And the thing is, I'm I'm worried now, or I guess I'm not worried, right? Like, you do what you're gonna do, honey. <laughs> but like, as as showrunners, I'm like. What happens to the people who were like, I like the Mandalorian, but I feel like the Book of Boba Fett is unnecessary, and then they tune into the actual Mandalorian season three, and they're like, when did all of this shit happen? I thought yeah. Grogu got taken. I like, mean, hopefully people are aware at this point that like that you gotta yeah. go watch that. Can you know? we talk about Grogu's little chainmail shirt, please? <laughs> he made the right choice. That's, he made he the, made right, the choice, right choice, and uh, that is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. Thank you. Uh, the new the new ship is awesome too. Oh my god, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I loved that. Also, there's just something so aesthetic about him, like fighting with the dark saber. I think is like oh, so yeah. good. So oh, cool. I so should have worn my dark saber earrings. Damn. Shit. Just say you're wearing them. It is an audio medium. I'm wearing them, and they look glorious. The most lore happens in those two episodes without Boba Fett. Of yeah. like expanding yeah. the actual like Star Wars universe with the dark saber, with the Mandalorian standing with the the remnants of the Mandalorians and what he's got to yeah. do with Luke Skywalker training Grogu for that little bit of time and the choices that Grogu makes, you know. So, yeah, yeah. No, go for How it. Did We're we there. Feel? How did we feel about Luke? I know people are mad about you know using the computers to make him you know make him yeah. a thing again but i i like it, <laughs> I, yeah. it looks i'll tell you good i i was impressed as all hell oh my god yeah um it's incredible. especially because i thought he looked pretty bad in the mandalorian um, they improved it though in this it looked like yeah 100 this yeah. one like you could still see the jank but i was like this is totally passable yeah the thing for me was, Voice. I mean, whatever, computers. Yes, as an actor, it is scary to think that uh, you're just going to keep using the same actors for the rest of eternity <laughs> and <laughs> none of us are ever going to get hired for anything. <laughs> but the thing that, like, at least for me, uh, in hindsight, I was like, eh, was that, yeah, his voice was the thing that just wasn't yeah, there. Like, it, it just didn't have emotion, you know? It wasn't just the voice for me. It was the dialogue, too, because I was like, this doesn't sound like luke to me i've 
I think they gave him limited dialogue because, I mean, one, he's in a different place than when we last saw him. Yeah. But two, also because he's like entirely. Uh, for those who may not be aware, I believe to my understanding, Luke is entirely computer generated from his physical appearance to his voice. Like all of it is AI. They didn't get let Mark me, Hamill to come and do voice. They didn't get other actors to do. I, I think the I only think thing they used was a body stand in to put the face yes. over. Uh, but yeah. that was like Mark Hamill. I don't think was involved with voice work or anything. Yeah. And so the thing for me, I saw some people being like, because of course, anytime any of this happens, I feel like a lot of people like to shit on it with like some reason, right? Like I get it. Like being yeah, like, oh Hamill my God. didn't record lines for it. Yeah. It's completely synthesized. Yeah, the, from his yeah. old lines. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he should. I mean, isn't he like he one should. of the best voice actors out there? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's honestly my argument because I know a lot of people were looking at it being like, oh, like there's no life behind the eyes or like whatever. I'm like, I don't know what life behind the eyes looks like because he looked pretty lifelike to me. Um, but for me, it was, there was no life in the voice. It was very, even though it wasn't like a robot, it was robotic because it couldn't inflect, you know, it it, it couldn't. And he's a very expressive guy. And I'm like, just get Mark Hamill to come do it. Yeah. He's older. Of course, his voice has changed a little bit, but he's a great voice actor. And honestly, I think people would buy into it. And I feel like you probably would have gotten more goodwill to be like, okay, well, yeah, obviously he's old. But we got a little computer Luke, and he got to play him again. Like, I think people would have been happy about and that. And again, he's a phenomenal voice actor. He's probably not going to get yeah. his voice to sound 40 years younger, but he could get it to sound, like, a little younger. You know, he yeah. could be passable. Yeah. I mean, maybe they should try that next time. But yeah. for the most part, I was very pleased seeing Luke Skywalker yeah, in this I, show. I, I thought it was nice. I'm glad they kept it, like, limited. Yes. Um... I almost, I actually almost feel you could have had it be a little more limited uh, to avoid like us lingering on the roboticness for yeah. a little bit too long. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I was like, it's nice. Like Luke's a big character. I get why you want to throw him in. I'm not mad about it. It was cool. But um, I mean, he's got to come back, right? Like they're not done with him. I, I, I actually think they might be only because of the Siri. <laughs> shut up. Uh, I actually think it might be only because of the way that, like, they set it up with him being like, well, if you go, Grogu, you know, maybe like, we're done here. Because I feel like it would probably be impractical and very expensive to keep doing Luke. So oh. I think this was their way around it, probably. Man, that would stink if that's why they made that choice. I feel like it's the sort of thing where, okay, Grogu picked Mandalorian over Jedi, um, mm-hmm. but eventually he's going to come to the decision that he could also do what Luke did in the original movies where, no, I'm going to go help my friends and then I could still yeah. come back and be a Jedi and do both. Balance. I could yeah. be but Jedi and Mandalorian. Li- do you think they'd let him? Do you think Luke would let him? Yeah. Maybe, because I, I don't know. I feel like maybe Luke could see a little bit of Grogu in him. Uh, yeah. Because I think yeah. if they bring Luke back, I think they might do this journey with him where because we haven't seen a lot of between like Return of the Jedi and uh, the new movies, like the yeah. process of him making the new Jedi temple and bringing in all these um, right. new pupils and stuff. Like, how did he? Um, what is his philosophy on the teachings of the Jedi and all that stuff? Like, how did he come to do all that stuff? Like, does he learn new things? Does Grogu help him on that journey? I don't know. Um, and I, I'm not a big like comic reader or book reader of the Star Wars universe, so maybe they answer some of those questions there. But yeah. I feel like they can't just throw them away after bringing them back. I don't know. I want to 
slightly unrelated but related, I want to take your bets. Does Grogu survive all the way to the end of The Mandalorian? Yes. I hope so. I'm going to go on the record and say no. Okay. Because there's two paths here. If you be, Because I think he would be around in the new trilogy. So either he gets killed by Ben at the Academy when oh, Jesus. he kills all the kids. Uh. <laughs> um... Or sorry, not not by Ben, uh, no, by by, by Luke, <laughs> by Luke. He either gets killed by Luke when Luke kills everyone. You mean Anakin? Wait. Am I? I'm I'm like misremembering. No, that. Luke attempts Anakin. to murder uh, Adam Driver. <laughs> Forget not. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ben. Yeah. And um, and then he kills all the kids. And then yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he see. So he either gets killed by Ben when when he kills all the kids. Right. Or. I think it's going to be him continuing to learn his powers, but because he chose not to be a Jedi, probably like some dark side stuff happens. And I think what? Grogu ends up being like the villain of the final <gasps> season. No. I think Grogu ends up being the villain of the final season is the most likely path. This is there's n- no, they got to sell toys. They're not going to do that. I don't know. I don't know. Little Sith Grogu. You don't think that's going to be cute? I think, I mean, the Mandalorian's toast by the end of. This oh whole yeah. Journey. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There is no way that is not a thing. So no, I would um, make bets on that's the character I mean, death but we see. Here's here's my thing, because I just get confused timeline wise because I don't think we can rope in the newer movies with this because they're supposed to be so much later. Like they're supposed to be It's when not Luke... that much later. They just I... I think they should have made Luke a little early a little older if that's the case, because yeah. he's like old. Yeah. In, well um... here it's only six years after Return of the Jedi, right? Right, so like, all of that stuff like hasn't happened yet. I mean, yeah, I that, like, like the new well, movies the, the is new movies they're years, years after, from right? yeah, from that's, this. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So I don't think um, I'm trying to. I feel like enough happens to where Grogu. What am I trying to say? What are you trying to say? I lost it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, that maybe Grogu's like just not relevant by the time that comes but, around. Like, yeah. But Yoda's nine hundred years old. See, right. see what we're doing though. <laughs> what are we talking about? The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. We're not yeah. talking about Boba yeah. Fett. <laughs> okay, so what? What did we like about the? I don't. I feel like we've talked about like the stuff we liked and didn't yeah. like. Honestly, at the end of the day, here's my verdict. It was fun. I still don't think it needed to happen. I think you should have just made the Mandalorian season three and maybe had Boba stick around as like an, a, a character that gets revisited. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with that. I don't regret watching it. I had a Not lot of fun watching it. It yeah. was very like it was it was fun. But if you're looking at it from like the lens of like, oh, a show about Boba, I wouldn't get your hopes up too yeah. high about that. <laughs> yeah, it did introduce a lot of cool elements. I like Chrysanthemum. I oh, thought yeah. I thought he was great. Um and then I thought the final episode was like satisfying in terms of like a big battle. Like it was, it was their big showstopper moment, which I don't think we've had anything that big in the Mandalorian. We have the fight with um, uh, with Giancarlo Esposito. Um, but even that, I feel like was smaller scale. We mm-hmm. we haven't had a proper like Marvel movie destroy the town. No, but we had like super cool Western moments. In we this yeah. Show. Was oh oh say, oh oh yes. Uh, this say, dude. I am so my little nerd heart was so happy to see Cad Bane in live action. Yeah. Because they did it so good. Yeah. Like he it was looked awesome. So, so fucking cool. cool. I and like oh my god, just the costume choices and oh my god, I, I was actually like, I want this. I, I would like to complain about Cad Bane just a little bit, even as someone who's, like, not that deep in the sauce on him. Okay. Um, 
I feel like the way they used him was a letdown because he came out and obviously he's this menacing, awesome looking character. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he just got like just toast instantly. Like it was a cool moment for Boba Fett. But the thing is, it almost wasn't earned because I feel like the show didn't make us that invested in Boba Fett for that to be satisfying. Yeah, I feel like honestly, I was a little more invested in Cad Bane just because of the Clone Wars. They should have. They should have gone like. Um, they should have gone. Oh my God, I keep forgetting. What's his, Giancarlo Esposito's character's name? Uh, Moff, Moff, Moff Gideon. Gideon. Yeah. Yeah. They should have gone the Moff Gideon route with him. Have him come in like do some vile shit and escape like alive. Well, he kind of. They definitely should have had him escape alive. I did not think he was going to be bye-bye in the next episode. I knew there was going to be some sort of fight between him and Boba, but I didn't think that was it for him. And maybe it won't be. Maybe they bring him back. But, like, you know, they kind of do take that route. The first time we see him, he's a super cool, menacing figure walking through the desert. And he takes out a character that everybody loves who... I mean, I hate it when Disney does line. this, but it's going to bring him back. Um, oh, 100%. There's no way. But, like, that was such a cool moment. Like, as soon as, like, I'm sure when Cad Bane fans knew it was him, they're like, oh, the Marshal's fucking dead. He's toast, yeah. right? Well, you didn't even know have to know who he was. The moment you see him, you know. You're like, like oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> this guy's Whoever this guy good. is. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's what I mean. Like, he came in with such a powerful entrance and then, you know, the very next appearance he makes, he gets murked. In like he monologues seconds. and dies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, don't monologue, bestie. You know that's a trope. Yeah. I, like, for a second, I was like, maybe they'll kill Boba Fett off. And I was like, they definitely won't. But if they did and they want to set this guy up as, like, a crazy Mandalorian villain, that would be, like, That'd be neat. the craziest way to do it. And I do like the way that Boba, like, figured out how to take him out. He brought back the Tusken yes. Raider stuff. Yes. That was satisfying, but that's that what I mean. That was very like, satisfying. That, that was like a season two moment, you yeah. know? That yeah. was like a, uh, you, we saw him do the Tuscan stuff this time around. I think we needed to see him lose to Cad Bane, like grow even more. And then like that satisfying moment where it's like, oh, think, look. Well, what he learned yeah, from that's, and that's. I think in order to do that, he should have been introduced earlier in the, in the season. Yeah. That's my problem with a lot of these Disney plus shows, like excluding maybe the Mandalorian because they are expanding that so much. Like th- there's not enough time in here to to do a lot of what they want to do so this last episode in this show everything was just so rushed and mushed together there was no time to like appreciate anything definitely not as bad but kind of like a season eight game of thrones moment kind of yeah where it's like they probably could have used more episodes yeah and it's like we have cool plot points but we don't want to wait that long to do them so we're just gonna i this one's more of a compliment to these these like Marvel and Star Wars shows though because season 8 of Game of Thrones was a massive letdown and Absolutely. awful. Oh, yes, yes, this yes. one is I like just, I want more yeah. please give me yeah. more flesh this yes. out and yes. they just give us like 30 minute 40 minute episodes yeah. of like ah, of not enough. Even if you did like you know what if you because I don't know if they plan on doing more Boba Fett I kind of feel like they must be planning on it. In the Mandalorian um, though. Disney. Like yeah, I don't I think he's done with probably. his shows. Yeah, you think so? Because the so. title "Book of Boba Fett" leads me to believe like this is his book. That's it. Sure, put sure. that away. Yeah. He's done. Well, I feel like okay. If you're gonna do one season, if this is the story you wanted to tell about Boba Fett, 
then what you should have done is like commit to the bit, give us a 20 episode season. Yeah. And tell this same story, but with more time, more time to earn all these moments. Yeah, because here's the thing. It kind of felt to me like they knew what they wanted to happen. They had like a bullet point list of like, okay, and then Boba um, defeats Cad Bane in a really cool way and blah, blah, blah. But like because of the lack of time, they just like went point to point to point to point instead of like spending the time to develop them. I think you could have made one like this cuz this was 7 episodes. I think you could have made a 7 episode season that was very compelling just of the Tuscan Raiders, the revenge and then getting to the Mandalorian. Agree. Yeah. And then you could have done another season of like all his stuff as like as um the the Damio, but you know, make it meatier, make us care about well, it, make it be more have, about him. Like I felt like there wasn't much of a plot in the sense of like there was information that we were learning. There was like stuff going on, but it wasn't like leading up to something. There wasn't like a rising action. Like even we just know that something's going on with the mayor and that he's colluding with someone. Even the spice stuff really doesn't get said outright until pretty late in the season. Right. But that's where I thought they were building up to because the whole time they're going with this idea of like, no, I don't want to rule by fear. Um, the job of the yeah. HUD did that. I want to rule by respect. I want to rule by respect. I thought something was going to happen at the end, like, you know, Cad Bane essentially saying, like, we murdered all the Tuscan Raiders and we blamed it on this other thing. Yeah. Boba Fett was going to lose his mind and say, fuck I, it, yeah. I'm going to rule I by fear. The totally That moment that, that should have been Boba's, they kind of gave the Fennec, which is why I kind of want to see a Fennec yeah. show now because she's a lot cooler, but with her, like, strangling the mayor. Uh, hanging him up and, and shooting all those that, guys. I thought that was going to be Boba, but it was her. That was, I don't think I've ever, or maybe I probably have, but at, at least as far as something I enjoy, I don't think I've ever let out a more like disappointed side than with than when Fennec Shand enters the room in the finale because I'm like, oh, this is, I'm like, this is pretty cool. This is horrifying. Yeah. This is going like full like, like evil Batman and then it's not even Boba Fett. And I'm yeah. like, why is this show about Boba Fett? No, know? I know. And that's the same. That's the thing also. Because, like, I know that they have an episode where they show that, like, Fennec gets rescued by Boba and that whole thing. Very rushed, too. But mm-hmm. I feel like they didn't yeah. earn why she is so devoted to, like, helping yeah. him. He saved her life. But, like, I like, feel right, like in these worlds, you know, your life gets saved all the time. I feel right? like she's pulling most of the weight. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's whispering in his ear. She's like... She's the one she's making most the of the strategic cool plans. She's doing the badassery that uh, Boba probably yeah. should have been doing himself. Yeah, make it the book of Fennec Shand, honestly. <laughs> like, I wouldn't mind that. That would be a cool honestly, show. Because yeah. <laughs> she, she is a cool character. I think I think the reason that I'm like, God damn, is just because it's it's supposed to be about Boba Fett, and he just... Doesn't really do he's anything. Falls flat. He falls really flat. Even though, again, I think Tamora Morrison does a great job. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no. And, like, the episodes when he's, it's again, with the Tuscan him. Raiders, where he shines. Yeah. Where he gets to be, like, an actual character. Uh, I think they're they're really fun. Like, here's the thing. It's not the fault of the actor. The actor is doing fantastic. Yes, yes. It's that what's being written for the actor to take and bring to life is just not making Boba Fett shine in a way that I think a lot of us were hoping they would. Yeah. Mandalorian though he shined real nice that opening oh, yeah. scene in his episode oh, yeah. where he like brutalized all those guys with the dark saber well know, he got a I hit know. too I think he hurt himself with the dark saber yes. as well but yeah, that yeah, yeah. was awesome yeah, I, I love that stuff because like because here's the thing it's it was weird for me because I do love seeing the cool characters 
like lose a little bit to win later it makes them more realistic a little more relatable but i felt like boba was losing all over the place and there was like no winning yeah no not even when he and the mandalorian had that moment where they both come out together and they're like firing their missiles and doing all this stuff they still ended up like losing that battle and running away from the the droids with the shield generators which they kept deciding to shoot over and over and over again even though it wasn't working but yeah i don't like I was like, is that supposed to slow? Because they're still walking at the same speed. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Those things have, have awful aim. They, I was going to say, they have wonderful stormtrooper syndrome where the bullets are like right at everyone's feet the whole time. Yeah. yeah. And then the moment a main character gets in with them, they're like, <laughs> <laughs> Um, I totally, I also totally thought uh, Chrysanthemum was toast in that one scene. Yeah. Uh, so I guess good for him that he made it out. Uh, F in the chat for my boy, the the Gamorians. <laughs> I know. That was so sad. That was so sad. <laughs> um, I love that um, it's very obvious. Like the the Darksaber thing is a real like Elden, not Elden Ring. Um, what's it called? Elder Wand kind of situation uh-huh. with yeah. the people that like get to wield it and that sort of thing. And the Mandalorian who is currently wielding it does not know how to like work it or use it very well. Yeah. Um, and that's that's super like interesting to me. And I, I do wonder I like that how that's gonna track. Bit of lore. Yeah. That was such yeah. a cool bit of lore. And I can't wait to like see the the journey it takes for him to f- to not try to control the sword and to just yeah. be with the sword so that it's like an extension of his arm as like um yeah. your weapons are supposed to be that's just so cool to me and if he like gets like invited back into the not invited back he's gotta do something to redeem himself to be a mandalorian again because I, I feel like the show's setting up you know like between him and boba and all of that like them showing that like they're the real mandalorians you know and like that actually being the way um well people operate uh, in different ways too like what's yeah. the, what's yeah. the name of the lady that wants the dark saber Bo-Katan. 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 um mm-hmm. showing like there's the, the super like religious side of the mandalorians and the people that are yeah. like fuck that like that's the dated way of doing things and that those worlds kind of colliding but Bo-Katan seems a little like i don't know she might be power hungry for that dark saber i don't know yeah. what they're gonna do with she her is. well well i don't know i'm just thinking of the clone wars so maybe maybe I gotta, I gotta sit down and actually watch that because I, I really want to watch the Bad Batch, but I know like they're related, so I want to watch Clone Wars. First. Maybe there's like a, is there an anime kind of style showing like what episodes like filler that you could skip? I think that, that would be a good idea. Because I started watching it, I watched the first few episodes of like the first season, and I was yeah. like, this is such a like baby show. It is, it's it is <laughs> pretty long, but it yeah. gets really good. Have you guys heard of the Revenge of the Sith cut where they take? Um, the episodes of the Clone Wars, and they fill in the parts. And it's like a four-hour Re- Revenge of the Sith cut, where it's like the Revenge of the Sith movie is happening, but like behind the scenes, it's filling in with Clone Wars. That's cool. Scenes. That's cool. Oh my god, it was so cool. I know the new the Bad Batch show. Doesn't that have a couple like Revenge of the Sith moments in it? I actually, um, I haven't gotten around. to I heard it's so that. good. I heard. It's I'm surprised very that good. you'd watch the clone the Clone Wars in a well, there's personal stuff happening okay. at that time. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty yeah. new. Like it hasn't been out for a yeah. long time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Any like last thoughts on this show before we vote um, on it? Grogu's adorable. I don't know what Disney is going to do when he comes to the point where he should be looking older. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, he's already 50 years old, so I'm like, I don't think we're ever going to see that. I don't think we are either because um, he's just so iconic as a cute little guy. Yeah. Gotta sell those toys. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gotta do, like, you know, baby Groot, teen Groot. But if you're going with your theory, they're not going to murder a baby, so like they would have yeah. he would have to age a little bit before they I'm decided saying. to do that. Well, I don't know. They sure. were there were people in season 1 of Mandalorian that were ready to murder a baby. Yeah. <laughs> True. But they didn't do it. I understand mm, I don't know. I kind of wish they would they'd have the guts to do it. I don't think so. I they, think they, I think they will kill the Mandalorian. That'll get our tears. Grogu will be very mm-hmm. sad, but it's not going to be the other way around. I think Giancarlo that if Grogu does become the villain, it'll be because Mando dies. Oh, because Mando dies. Oh, maybe. Mm. And then there's another show that's set like after the new trilogy of like a full-grown Grogu being. Does Luke have to go track him down and kill him or something? Well. Damn. <laughs> what a lovely image. Are we ready for a vote on yeah. that wonderful note? Who's Boba yeah, Fett so. again? <laughs> In the case of the book of Boba Fett, how do we vote? It's complicated because I feel like we just spent the last 50 minutes shitting on the show, but I still feel like you should but watch it. But I feel it. like you should watch it. Yeah, so I'm I'm going to vote you should buy it, though, um, just because the parts that are good are good enough to warrant... Because even the stuff that's bad, quote unquote, like is not unenjoyable. It's yeah. just kind of like, okay. Um, and the stuff that is good is very good. And I'm a big fan of The Mandalorian. And I think what it does for that show is huge. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a you should buy it, though. Um, it's a very tough one for me. Because if episodes five and six didn't even exist, it'd be a very average show. And I'd lean towards, like, yeah. don't bother. But, like, yeah. because all that stuff that we, like, really ironically care about now is there, it's almost yeah. like a you have to buy it, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know? Like you kind of have to buy it, though, if you're intending to continue watching and know what's going on with, like, later yeah. shows. Because that <laughs> stuff is great. And, like, they did it very well. But everything surrounding that, like, what was supposed to be the intended purpose of the show is, like, whatever yeah <laughs> you know um but you know i'm still gonna say buy it though because there's yeah, there's I'm, real I'm good gonna, stuff I'm in there also say buy it though wow so by unanimous lukewarm vote <laughs> in the case of the book of boba fett you should buy it though yeah you did it yeah, I'm not mad I gave it my, I guess not really eight hours. The last two episodes were like an hour long. but Yeah, I don't, it was like It was hours. very entertaining when we sat down to watch it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I like the Book of Boba Tea. Yeah, <laughs> the Book of Boba Tea. Was, I, I always kept saying, I was like, there's not enough tea in this show. Like, when are we going to get to this? <laughs> Which I meant as a joke, but then if we're... If we're talking about it being the book of Boba Tea. <laughs> it really wasn't about Boba Tea. No. <laughs> I should have, man, I should have tweeted. I debated tweeting. I was like, oh, uh, so when, like a joke about it. Uh, so when is the Oh my God, I you feel like have. it really would have popped off in hindsight. Yeah. You know? And then you could have like screenshotted it and posted that yeah. like a day after the Mandalorian yeah. episodes. Uh, I ruined it. I ruined it. It's okay. But it's that fine. being said, Mandalorian, what's it? I don't give a shit for the next three months because it's all Obi-Wan now. Oh, I'm, I'm excited so excited. I am yeah. so excited. Oh, he, he's my favorite Star Wars character, so I'm oh my God, very yeah. ready. Like, he was already my favorite, and then the Clone Wars, I watched the Clone Wars and was like, 
Yay. See, mine is Han and Solo is Ooh, sorry. In my opinion, probably the actually worst. Star actually, Wars thing. I have not seen Solo. It's like it's just too Disney for me. Like it's too yeah, little kid that's kinda and what it's I've like heard. unnecessary and Yeah. Yeah. They had a couple fan service stuff in that though. I was like, "Ooh, yee. Uh, yeah, like there were some I I didn't walk out of the movie like, but I was like, <laughs> that didn't need to happen and like It's true. Anyways, we're not reviewing that movie. Um, <laughs> no. We could later. No, just kidding. Uh, thank you guys so much for uh, for listening. Thank you for joining us for the return of Should I Buy It, though, yeah. uh, as we expand. D- rest assured, we will still be reviewing games. We still like to play games. I'm finally uh, playing Mass Effect 2. I was talking to Nick about it earlier. Hooray. I'm, I'm in the sauce. I'm really liking it's it. good stuff. But um, if you guys have something that you want to hear us review, then... Feel free to let us know. Tweet at us at Should I Buy Pod. Um, if you want to support the show, please consider becoming a Patreon at patreon.com slash should I buy. Um, we do 24-hour impressions there, and I think we're we're brainstorming right now some ways to uh, revamp that with you know the new categories of stuff we're gonna be reviewing. We're figuring out our release schedule. We're figuring out all of this right now, but we're excited to be bringing this back to you. And uh, if you enjoyed, let us know and uh, tell us what you want to see next. And we'd also love to hear what your favorite droid is. Yes. Thank you. I think I'm going to give it to the BD droids. They are very cute. What's the one from Jedi Fallen Order? BD. I think that's my new favorite one, too. Yeah. It was in It was uh, in this yeah. the show, yeah. Yeah, and so yeah. were LEP droids. Yeah, the, the mm. LEPs are pretty cute. They were just little guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, but thank you all so much for joining us. Um, if you enjoyed this show, consider checking out our other show, Dungeons & Drimbus. Uh, we play D&D over there. We make some uh, crazy fun stories. And uh, yeah, I guess on that note, we'll talk at you all real soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.